Welcome to the Mindset, Mood and Movement Podcast. My name is Sal Jeffries and I integrate psychology, the body and breathing to help people feel calm, confident and strong. Hello. Being stressed is not nice, it's not helpful and not healthy. And yet stress is something which is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And there are many forms of stress. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the stress that comes up from when we want something to work out. Maybe we plan to do something or plan something to be, and it doesn't work out. You know that annoying feeling? (laughs) We all get it. So as a business owner, I have to make many plans. There are schedules. There are things to do. There are people to coach. There's things I'm doing in my training. There's a lot to do. And plans need to be made. That's kind of part of life. And you may have plans in your life, whether it's work, home, personal, professional, health. And what happens is that we get in this kind of mindset of like, yep, I'm going to do this. I want that to happen. I'm going to be here. And something goes wrong. You know, there's a traffic jam. Someone doesn't show up. There's a problem. There's a technological problem. You know the deal, right? Something doesn't work out as we plan. And it's really annoying. And it can cause a whole bunch of stress. But we were scratching a little under the surface on this one because there's a deeper pattern at play here. Of course, we want things to kind of pan out as we like them. But implicit in this situation, if it's causing you stress, is perhaps the need to control. Now, look, this is a very human thing. I see there are several drives that drive our human system and unconsciously, of course, but really powerful drives. The first drive is the drive to survive. Yeah, our entire neurology is based on scanning the environment to be aware if we are feeling safe, if there are threats, um, if it's okay to connect with people or if we need to do the fight flight thing. It's how it's designed. That's a whole other podcast, that one. (laughs) We have a desire to connect with people. We are social species. Even if we connect with people via our thoughts, via our media, we are connected with other human beings. We are designed to connect. But I think what's important is this third drive, which I see, is a big factor of stress and around the topic we're covering today. And that is the need to know. The human mind does not like not knowing. Now, look, you, you, you might have had this example where perhaps um, a family member, a friend or something like that has, has said they're going to come home or be somewhere and they don't show up. And you're like, oh, God, where are they? And you, you text them or you phone them and the phone doesn't work and you start fretting. There could be a problem. Maybe, maybe there's been an accident. Ah, oh, and they show up a bit late and, you know, they were delayed. The phone died, whatever. You know the feeling, right? There's, there's many examples you could probably spring to mind. But that space of not knowing what's happening is really uncomfortable for us. So we're really um, wired to design a life. And to know what's going to happen. We like this. We feel very comfortable. We feel safe. What happens when things don't work out is, of course, it triggers this map, this reality, this thing we've kind of created, and it can cause us a whole load of stress. So I see it going like this. There's a difference between control, influence, and acceptance. Now, those of you um, perhaps might have come across Stephen Covey's model of control. I've used it in uh, many uh, forms before, and it's really simple. And I'm going to share this with you because it's a very simple thought model that can give you a good frame on how to look at something. So there might be something that's going on for you right now. It could be a work problem. It could be a home problem. It could be something. And you're perhaps stressing because things aren't working out as you'd like them to. So here's what I'm going to suggest you do. Considering the thought model. 
Now, if you're visual, you might want to picture this. If you have a pen and paper at hand, you might want to draw this. But we start by drawing a circle in the middle of the page. Or you can draw a circle in the middle of your mind, <laughs> wherever you want to. And that circle is about asking the question, what is under my control? Now, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But we talk about control. And a lot of times we, we realize, or perhaps don't realize, how little control we have. So, for example, traveling to work. If you do that in the, the current, current era, let's take that as an example. We're traveling somewhere. Well, what can you control? The time you leave, what transport you take, uh, um, what route you take, so on and so forth. Probably not that many choices which you can absolutely control. The problem being is, let's say you, you, you're going to take the train somewhere. Uh, the train could be delayed, could be broken down, could be stuck. Yeah, take the car somewhere. You think, oh, I'm going to go on the, on the motorway. It's quicker. The motorway could have a jam. It could be a problem. There's, so we can control certain things, but there's a huge amount going on around us that we can't control. So we want to know here, in any decision-making scenario, anything that's causing us stress, what is under my control? What can I do? So first thing is to really distinguish that because trying to control the uncontrollables is a huge form of stress. So let's use this thought model to the next level. So you've checked in with what you can control. The next level is a, a wider circle that surrounds that control circle. Think of a dartboard, if you will. The next level out is the circle of influence. And the question is, what can I influence? So if we use our traveling to, uh, to a destination example, well, you could influence the getting there by the time you leave. You could leave with even more time to make sure that if there are any delays, that you were, they were covered. You could uh, search online and maybe check the traffic. You could check the train reports, so on and so forth. There are things you can do that could influence the situation, but not fully control it. You could influence perhaps other aspects of that, you know, whether it's um, that you have a backup plan, you have a plan B, your plan C. You know, there's a lot of influence which we can do. So it's not fully under our control, but we can start to have effect there. And then with that, we can know, well, I can't fully control the situation. Let's say I'm traveling to a destination example, but I could go early just in case. Yeah, maybe there's some delays. Maybe there's some problems. Maybe uh, maybe that will take a whole host of stress away. But I, I'll leave an extra hour. Cool. And even then you can't control it because there could be a big problem, but it could have a big influence. So noticing the distinction between control and influence. One is up to you fully. One is up to you to making a certain level of action and choice, but allowing a certain amount of space for things that aren't within your control to happen. Okay. And then we would draw out to another circle. So imagine a dartboard and the sort of final circle going out. Uh, and this is the area of acceptance. So if we stay with our example of traveling to a destination, sometimes you've got to accept that you may not get there. Yeah, you may not be able to travel there. Yeah, the train might break. You can't go. The car might fail and it just needs to go to the garage. It's not going to happen. And the space of acceptance really allows a lot more peace and a lot less stress because if a thing's happening, it's real. It's happening. You can't necessarily control that. Might be an influence to some degree. But if you can find where you have acceptance about something that's perhaps not going to be, your stress levels will really lower. And there's a whole thing about 
I guess simply recognizing the need for control is utterly human uh, and understandable. And the emotions of frustration or upset, they're kind of normal. Yeah, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with those emotions. It's what you do with them that's the challenge. But recognizing that actually most things aren't under our control, but more things are under our influence than you would imagine. I'll give you one last example. Let's say you were going to be um, uh, speaking with someone. Now, of course, a lot of challenges we find in life are how we connect with other people, at work, personal stuff, but communication is a real big stressor. So you could control when you speak to this person. You could control the sort of things you might prepare, ready to say, particularly if it's a difficult conversation. You might control your tone of voice. You might control your heart rate through breath control. But that's it, yeah? So you could influence the conversation through those sort of ways and perhaps the questions you ask and the space you give. But you don't know if that person's going to be happy with you. They may not like what you want to say. They may not want to talk to you. You can't control that. But you can influence it by conscious self-awareness and a little bit of elegant communication. And, of course, acceptance. Particularly in the realm of talking to another person about something difficult, they may not want to hear it. They may not like you. They may not like it. <laughs> they may not be in the mood for the conversation. If there's no acceptance for, well, that could happen, a whole host of stress is coming your way. So this model of concern, I think it's really super simple. And as we know with most things in life, simplicity is elegance. Complexity is problems. If you can think about a challenge, particularly the things going out of your control and getting stressed about, ask yourself three questions. What is fully under my control? Then decide, what can you influence? And when you've got that clear, what do you need to accept? And you'll probably find that this is going to save a lot of stress. It's going to give you more choices than perhaps you had previously. It's going to open up your sphere of awareness to what can influence and how helpful that can be. And actually, stress is an indicator something isn't working. So you might want to use that as a good conscious awareness point to try a new strategy so my friends i hope that is very helpful if you are struggling with things not working out it's a common pattern and stress sometimes can be really significantly lowered and transduced into something more helpful if you got some better tools so try that tool on let me know how you get on remember you can reach me on instagram and linkedin so you can use the handle at Sal Jeffries. That is S-A-L-J-E-F-F-E-R-I-E-S. Sal Jeffries. And you can find me at my website, which is saljeffries.com. I look forward to speaking to you on the next one.